Windscape Chapter 14 McGovern The man, who wore a pair of white overalls and carried a can of white paint, looked surprised to see them. Where's your car? Jenny jerked her thumb backwards at the side of her right ear. We were sent down for the dog, said Pavel. The man stared down at Lord. Well, whoever sent you almost got you locked in a car deck for five hours. The man shook his head mournfully. Parents these days. He tilted his head and half closed his eyes. Staring at Pavel, he asked, So, where are you from originally, boy? Jenny thought this was a rude question. Pavel, however, just smiled. I'm from Poland. He's my best friend, added Jenny. Half the staff in this ruddy fairy are from somewhere like that, said the man. He muttered something about wages and foreigners, but Jenny couldn't hear him properly. We've never been in a ferry before, she lied. She didn't like this man's attitude, and she thought changing the subject might stop him from looking at Pavel so strangely. The man sighed and placed his paint pot on a metal spar. He stabbed a long, thin brush into the paint and began checking his pockets. He produced a bunch of keys and led them to a heavy metal door. I've got a good mind to come up there and have a word with your father. Oh, oh don't worry, said Pavel. Jean here's got a temper on her. She'll give him what for. I wasn't talking to you, son, said the man in a sinister tone. Pavel shrugged and pulled Lord into his leg. Jenny wanted away, away from this man as quickly as possible. He was turning out to be a nasty piece of work. As soon as the door opened wide enough, they raced past him and up the stairs. Lord skidded on the smooth steps, panting as he pulled Pavel further ahead. At the top of the stairs, Jenny and Pavel slumped into one of the big leatherette seats. He was horrid to you, said Jenny. He had a chip on his shoulder, said Pavel. Sometimes people are like that. I've never seen anyone act like that before. Tight-lipped. Pavel shrugged his shoulders again. Not since school, maybe. He was racist, said Jenny. Who was racist, said a familiar voice. Wendy, cried Jenny, pleased to see their lanky friend. Oh, it was nothing, said Pavel. Racism isn't nothing, said Wendy. He eyed Pavel. Was somebody bothering you, Tom? No, no, said Pavel. We just overheard some people on the bus. Jenny could tell that Pavel didn't want to talk about it. Wendy's face lightened a little. Well, just as long as... What's the forecast, Wendy? interrupted Jenny. Wendy sat down beside him and opened the Ordnance Survey map. It's supposed to get rough down at Tyree, he said. He stabbed his finger into the chart. Right there. Jenny squinted to see where he was pointing to. She knew Tyree was an island to the south of Barra. She'd had to endure Sandy Murdoch's boasts about surfing off of its beaches. His dad had paid for special lessons. When I couldn't find you on deck earlier, I thought you might have skipped a ferry, said Wendy. I wasn't sure you'd have the money to get on. Jenny saw him reach into the pocket of his fleece. Found this on the floor of the last ferry, right where your duffel bag had been, Jenny. He held up her purse. Oh, thank goodness, gasped Jenny. She gave Pavel a withering look. What, said Pavel. Wendy got up and walked over to the shop. As soon as he was out of sight, Jenny whacked Pavel on the arm. 
Oh, what was that? What's up with you? Pavel rubbed the top of his arm. You've given me a dead arm. Good, said Jenny. I told you we should have walked straight up to Wendy's car. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, said Pavel. She punched him again in the arm. And that's for spouting out another stupid saying. Pavel stood up, open-mouthed. You really need an anger management class, Jenny bristled, and you need to listen to me sometimes. Okay, keep your hair on, whined Pavel. Behave, here comes Wendy again. Wendy handed them both an ice cream. Jenny's stomach tingled in anticipation. Thanks, Wendy. She nudged Pavel. Yeah, yeah, thanks, he added. Jenny wondered if Pavel still considered Wendy the enemy. He was just as narrow-minded as a stupid man down the car deck, she decided. In fact, the way she felt about Pavel right at that moment made her wonder about telling Wendy everything. Her father's collapse, the protesters, the murders, the letter, the whole lot. So how did you pay for your tickets? asked Wendy. Jenny took a large bite of her ice cream and stared hard at Pavel. Uh, I just had enough to cover it, said Pavel, in between licks. Yes, Pavel had. Jenny stopped mid-sentence, but it was too late. Pavel? asked Wendy. Pavel's face was a picture. Ice cream dripped from his chin onto the red carpet that covered the deck. Are you okay, Tom? said Wendy. Pavel spoke as if he'd just sucked on a helium balloon. Yes! Pavel, began Jenny, is an old friend of the family. Our dad phoned ahead and asked him to help us. She knew it was a rubbish lie. Pavel suddenly became very interested in his feet. Oh, I see, said Wendy, wistfully. It's beautiful outside just now. Fancy taking Billy out for a walk around the deck. Jenny had to think who Billy was for a few seconds. Why had they lied about their names? Of course, she blurted. We might get lucky and see a minky whale or a manx shearwater. It's June, so we might even catch a glimpse of a killer whale, said Wendy. Seen all those, said Jenny, nonchalantly. What about you? She just managed to stop herself from calling him Pavel again. Are you coming out? Nah, said Pavel. I'll stay in here with Billy. He drew out the word Billy as if he was talking to a two-year-old. Fine, snapped Jenny. Outside, the sun was high and Jenny could feel the warm wafts of air produced by the big red and yellow funnel wash over her. They were well out of the harbour and a gentle roll caused her to steady herself on the newly painted rail. So, you've seen orcas, said Wendy. Jenny knew that an orca was the other name for a killer whale. Yes, lots of times, she said. I've seen sperm whales too, and porpoises and dolphins, and I've never seen an otter, said Wendy. His binoculars were already up at his eyes. We see otters all the time in Hushwish, said Jenny. Hushwish? asked Wendy. That's where I live. It must be a wonderful place to live, said Wendy. It is just now, said Jenny. The urge to tell Wendy everything was overpowering. Well, 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 said a deep voice. Jenny looked down the deck and froze. The whole island's looking for you, girl. It was Jimmy McGovern, the man who took the lambs off the island of Harris to the markets in Dingwall and sometimes Oban. It must have been his lorry she'd seen in the ferry lane at Loch Boysdale. 
Wendy lowered his binoculars and whispered out of the side of his mouth, Do you know him? McGovern had been intercepted by a couple of farmers. They distracted him for a moment. Jenny ducked behind Wendy. He's creepy, she said. Always laughs at his own jokes, drinks too much. Wendy eyed the big man suspiciously. She'd always been told to humour McGovern by her father, but she knew that her father hadn't liked the man either. What am I going to do, she thought. She tucked her giveaway blonde hair into her hood and suddenly thought of Lord and Pavel. McGovern would recognise them too. Hey, wait a minute, shouted McGovern. The two farmers were obviously beginning to annoy him. He stepped in between them and walked towards Jenny. Wendy, I need to go to the toilet, she said. Sure, said Wendy, still eyeing McGovern. He opened the heavy door for Jenny and she darted under his arm. She made for the lady's toilet but ran straight into Pavel and Lord. Thank goodness, she panted. What's up with you? said Pavel. Lord was licking her hand and wagging his tail furiously. Hey, come back here, shouted McGovern. I've been spotted, hissed Jenny. It's all over now. Pavel pulled her across the inner deck until they reached the door on the port side of the boat. Quick, through here. They staggered out into the fresh air on the other side of the boat. It's McGovern, repeated Jenny. I know who it is, said Pavel. They flattened themselves against the big red and yellow funnel. Pavel edged out a little and craned his neck to look along the deck. I think he's gone. Carefully, Jenny stole a glance down the gangway. They edged away from the funnel until they were directly under the set of spars holding a lifeboat. A sudden gust of wind whipped her long hair over her face. She felt a tap on her shoulder. Going somewhere? <laughs>